Are you ready to get intimate? Because now is the time and this is the place. I'm Dr. K and I'm ready to get intimate with you. This is the show for everyone who is not afraid to get intimate on some level. That's right. This is a show all about intimacy. Different perspectives, different topics, different views. One purpose. Join me on this journey to go deep, get raw, get real, and get intimate. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, my people? It's been a long minute, and everybody's asking, where has Dr. K been? You know, life just kind of sort of sometimes kicks me in the ass, and so I need a wake-up moment. Let me tell you guys, there's something completely, totally dreadful that happens when we turn 40. (laughs) I'm not just 40. Um going on 48. But no matter how much we try to dismiss society's standards of success, somehow we get a jolt when we reach this age. It's as if there's a sign that says, game over, and we're forced to take a hard look at ourselves. But is it really game over? You could feel like a total failure if you haven't accomplished a lot in your life. And if you're flat broke too, it's just heartbreaking. Oh my gosh, you guys. Look, I know you're losing faith in yourself and it's not easy. It never was. But with the right approach, you're going to be able to turn your life around at any age, no matter your circumstances. Look at me. I'm almost 48. And in the last recent months, well, actually just shortly after my last episode, I had a major life altering event occurred. And you guys, I physically, emotionally, spiritually, I resisted this change. A lot of you guys knew that I was working in a construction industry. And sometimes we don't really understand when life throws us a curveball, why it's being thrown, or why sometimes you're put in circumstances. I, My background is in legal. I'm a forensics expert. And I deal and I process evidence. That's where all my education is in. And working in the construction industry, I never really quite understood it, but I loved the industry that I was in. I loved the people that I was working with. I really did. Until, well, let's be honest, I fucked up. And this mistake of mine caused me my job. And I was in this position at almost 48 with no job and having to get out there looking for a job, competing with amazing people that are just coming out of college, some young kids, extremely smart. I didn't feel like I even competed with these people. And I was applying for jobs that I felt like my skill set was matching. They were linking up. And then all of a sudden, this opportunity, this lifetime opportunity was thrown at me. And honestly, you guys, I didn't even have faith or confidence in myself. I wasn't so sure that I was going to 
get this job at all. I even took on another job because I didn't think this job offer was going to come in. But that one job that I was at for two weeks temporarily, I was struggling. Like, you guys, it just, it was not me. It really wasn't me. But I didn't want to give up. I'm not a quitter, especially when it comes to work. I am not myself if I don't work. I probably am going to be working until the day I die. So the moment that I was left without a job, I think it was like a punch in the gut. I didn't have, I couldn't even breathe. I didn't know what to do with myself. And I had no money. And I didn't even have a home. Let's be honest. I was just a roommate. And you know how tragic that feels like to not really have anything? Yeah, it's it really sucks. So all of a sudden, my life started to change because of this change that I was resisting. I just needed to stop controlling the change. And I needed to go with it and see where the universe was putting me. And you guys, honestly, to be honest... I manifested this. I never knew in my wildest dreams how it was going to come. So for my homies that are 40 plus, let me help you guide you to the things that can turn your life around at 40 when you're penniless and not yet where you're supposed to be. And don't worry if you're not 40 and you're younger or whatever. Maybe some of what you're listening to today might potentially help you in your journey as well. Now, I know I just came out of a dark hole. I really did, you guys. Honestly, I really, really, really did. And I have all the receipts necessary to prove my authority on this subject matter. So just hear me out. Number one, acknowledge your gifts. Sometimes we get so fixated on what we don't have that we overlook the things that we do have, right? If you're starting from nothing, You need everything you can get. And from the motivation and the morale of whatever resources you might still have on your side. So don't let the spirit take these things away from you. Okay? Just acknowledge your gifts. So here are three basic gifts that you do have in case you're struggling and you can't see it. Number one, you're at zero. (laughs) Let's be real. You're at zero. Okay? And zero is a good place to start if you want to get your life together. It might feel like starting from zero is going to be miserable. But on the contrary, it's actually the perfect place to start. You may be broke, but at least you're not shackled down by a million dollars in debt. You're free to out. Well, who knows? Okay, but forget I even said that. You're basically free to allocate all your money as you see fit instead of having to worry about keeping up with your payments. Okay, so you're not married. The upside is that budgeting is far simpler when you only have yourself to support. And hey, at least you're not trapped in a bad relationship. That would be hell on earth indeed. That's a whole different episode, you know? (laughs) So yes, things could be worse. You could still be paying for thousands or millions of dollars in debt while stuck in toxic relationship with someone who doesn't really care much for you. If you think about it this way, zero really ain't so bad. Really. Okay. So what about you're flexible? Yeah, that's, a, that's another gift. Because you basically have nothing much going on yet, no investments, 
no big loans in company that would probably collapse if you change a direction. You're free to go wherever you please and experiment with your life. Have you ever thought about that? You're not stuck. You're actually more free than you think. You guys, I'm almost 48. And because of this incident that just recently happened, I thought about that. I'm I'm actually free. I can do and go wherever I want and do. You actually have flexibility and freedom from baggage. You're not locked into climbing into one particular career ladder so you can pick and choose what you preserve for a living. Basically, you can pack your bags and become a street musician in Morocco without feeling guilty if that's what you want. You know, a lot of places nowadays are going remote. So if you want to get a remote job and you want to like even move out of the country, just make sure that that's okay. Some remote jobs, especially if it's state or government, you have to be within the state for legal purposes and for, you know, jurisdiction and whatnot. But there are a lot of jobs these days that you can pick up remote and just go wherever. This is that time. So you're not where you want to be in life and you're broke. But unlike those who cemented their lives, those with their fancy job titles and mortgage to pay, you can now start on your journey with much ease. You can even sprint towards it if you please. You still have time. It might not seem like it, but the truth is you still have time. You're 40, maybe 41, or perhaps almost 48. It's not the end of the road for you. I'm living proof that things can start back up even almost at 48. That means that although you're not so young anymore, <laughs> you're not too old either. In my terms, old means you, you have no more energy to live. I have homies in their 90s and still living life. Anything is still possible if you put your heart and mind into it. You're panicking right now because you feel like you're running out of time. But for every year that you have, you have 365 days to make it happen. It's perspective. That's still a lot of time if you use it wisely. If you start saving up today, you will still be in a much better place a year from now. And if you keep at it, you'll definitely be financially secure in five years or even sooner. I'm 48 and I barely got started on my retirement plan and pension. Thanks to my life altering change. Remember that, that change that I was resisting? Yeah, I didn't even have a pension. I had no retirement plan. I had no union. I didn't have a 401k. I didn't have any of that. And I was resisting that change. Now, with my new job, I have a retirement plan. I have a pension. I am union. I have a 401k. I have life insurance. See how things change? To some, the perspective is that you might feel a little unmotivated because it will take you a long time to get there. But here's another gift. You're much wiser now than you were more determined than ever before. So it's perspective. So two, do the internal work. Nothing in this world is for free. You got to go out and do the work, you guys. You might think action is the most important thing, but what you don't know is that how you think is equally important. Don't rush to do the first move without doing the internal job. Break down, forgive, and carry on. 
You guys, this is very important. I broke down. I had to forgive myself. But not only forgive myself, I had to apologize. And then you carry on. Don't sugarcoat how bad you truly feel about your life. Allow yourself to feel awful about your circumstances because you're allowed to. And at least for one more time. And you guys, make it a big one. Go beat yourself up about the many questionable life choices you made. Because to be honest, it was your decisions that put you in the place where you are at now. But don't stay too long in this state. After a day or two or preferably in an hour, stand tall and roll your sleeves because you've got a lot of work to do. You need to break down and hit rock bottom so you start looking up. It's time to be a little graceful and accept where you are completely. Learn to even laugh about it. That's what I'm doing right now. But while you chuckle at your circumstance, you have to start seeing it as your new starting point. Have the right mindset to attract success. Prepare your mind, prepare your soul, condition your heart for the journey you're about to take. It's not just some new agey spiritual thing. There's a scientific proof that the law of attraction works and that our mindset and general outlook could greatly affect our lives. You have to be as specific as possible. One good trick is to use a blank check. Put your name, services that you rendered, and the amount that would be paid to you and the date that you'll receive it. Also, don't forget about that expiration date. Checks do have an expiration date. Setting yourself up for a goal and then accomplish it. Put this check on your refrigerator or any place where you can see it often, maybe in your bathroom mirror, and then believe it will happen. You guys, I'm living proof. I'm almost 48 and I'm living proof that good things do happen. But you have to roll those sleeves up and you got to be willing to work for it. It would also help if you read a lot of self-help books that could help guide you on attracting success. That's what I was doing, you guys, literally. Okay? Or listen to podcasts. Hint, 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 hint. The mind is a lazy organ. So if you have to remind it every single day that you're built for success, otherwise you're going to go back to the old patterns of negativity. Now, now is the time to clear your mind for you to make any change that would propel you to the life that you truly want. You must say goodbye to the old version of you. And that includes some of the thoughts that you had to hold on to. Okay, there's a pattern here. Imagine that you'll do some spring cleaning, but instead of trash and useless clutter, you're going to clear your mind from the garbage that's accumulated throughout your 40 plus years of existence. Yeah, that head trash, you know, it's beginning to get a little bit stinky up in there. Maybe there's this voice in your head that says, you're never going to make it because you've tried and failed so many times before. Maybe you think all businessmen are boring people and therefore you don't ever want to start any business. Okay, well, that's your prerogative. When we're 40, we're more or less set in our ways. But especially with how we think, our bodies change from the moment we wake up, but our minds tend to go back to their comfortable patterns. Erase everything. Clear out the bad voices in your head. 
Clear out your prejudices. Get out of your head trash. That's the way to welcome change. Focus on yourself. Imagine yourself at a party with a thousand other people. Everyone's dancing and laughing and having a grand time. But you find yourself alone in a corner. All you really want to do is curl in your bed with good book. Now apply this to your life now. Imagine that adulthood is a big party where everyone is trying to have fun. Unlike the party where you're supposed to always blend in and stay a little longer, you're free to do whatever you please. Go ahead and do what truly makes you happy. Nobody cares. And you shouldn't focus too much on them either. Forget about their pretty homes, their job promotion, their brand spanking new car, their kids, their awards, their travels, their perfect relationships. Be happy. They have it, but don't feel sorry for yourself. All you have to care about, especially right now, that you're 40 plus, is your own happiness. The virgin of happiness that's truly your own. Okay? Get inspiration from the right people. Instead of looking at all the successful people who are your age or younger than you, get inspiration from the late bloomers who have succeeded later in their life. They are the people who you should aspire to be. Maybe you have an uncle who's had a lot of failed businesses, but then attained success in their 50s. All right. Then there's Julia Child who made her first book at 50. Okay, now the most famous person that I know of is Betty White. Betty White, who only became famous at 51. And many other people who became successful after their, after their 40, but <laughs> I don't have enough time here to name them all off. Don't forget about maybe me, right? <laughs> I'm 48. Who knows? Maybe at 49, I become famous. When you're feeling too old to work on something, go read books about these people. Well, maybe not books, maybe YouTube videos. <laughs> go on Facebook. Google them. Study how they got to where they are and know that you're not in a bad company. Late bloomers are some of the coolest people in the world. You are my people. Okay, moving on. Number three, get as real as possible. Oh God, this one was the struggle. But I learned a lot this, this last phase in my life. You're 40 plus, not 30 and definitely not 20, right? For the first time ever in my life, you guys, I'm happy with me. I even go out to work and run errands with no makeup on. And almost 48. <laughs> One would think not, right? Wrong. I'm damn happy with myself. And I'm too old to be concerned if you care or not. If I have makeup on, right? I don't really care anymore. I've lived long enough that it's about time for me to be honest with myself. Doubtless that by this point in your life, you've gone through a lot of failures and victories that you can and should learn from. So look at your problems straight in the eye. Think back to those times where things went down the gutter and try to assess where you went wrong or how you could have made it back to the right place. It might be painful to face all your failures. Yeah, go ahead and beat yourself up for a minute. But you're also going to see that a lot of them are beyond our control. And every single one of them will have a lesson to tell you. Okay, guys, now listen up. I have an exercise for you. This is a little different for me, but 
Let's try this out. And then I'm be curious what you have to say, because what you have to say really matters. So go get yourself a pen and paper. And then I want you to make three columns. Okay. First column, you're going to list down the things that you did right and that you're happy about. Surely there's plenty of them. Okay. Second one, list down the times you screwed up. And at least, and the last one, you guys, list down the things that are simply beyond your control. Pause the episode until you complete this exercise. Trust me, there's going to be some reasoning with my madness. Okay, now you're done with your list. Okay, now look at your list. Take another moment if you need. Pause the episode. Okay, now focus your attention on where you went wrong and ask yourself how you can prevent this from happening again. Maybe you're so generous and your family treats you like you're an ATM, then maybe to prevent this from happening again, you have to talk to them and be firm with your boundaries. Instead of beating yourself up about your decisions, put all that energy to the here and now. Now, inspect a little closer. Sometimes what we may have once thought to be the right thing will later turn out to be the very thing we did wrong. And sometimes we may think that it was within our ability to control things. But on a closer inspection, it simply wasn't. If you analyze your life as honestly but tenderly as possible, it will be the beginning of better things ahead. Okay, now go to the left column where you put the right things that you did in life. Maybe you put it in a different place, but look at the things that you wrote down that you did right in your life. Maybe you think that falling madly in love was a good thing. But what if that relationship was the reason you quit your six-figure job, for example, right? Ask yourself if the ones you consider good, good decisions are actually truly good. And if those you consider bad decisions are actually bad. Take a look at those. Be honest with yourself. We are too damn old not to be at this moment in life. You guys, (laughs) take a look at your assets. What do you have aside from time and flexibility? What are the things and who are the people that can help you while you rebuild your life and your finances? Financial security. How much do you really have in assets and in cash? Is there someone who still owes you money? Do you still owe someone money? Do you have insurance? Your relationships, who are the people closest to you? Who are your relationships? And who are the people that are closest to you? Can you rely on them? Can they lend you money when you really need it? Is there someone who can mentor you as you start your small business? Your skills, what are you good at? What skills do you need to have to really improve your life? How can you have them? By knowing what you have, you'd know what you can use for your new journey. Know what you really need. You're preparing for a new journey, so you have to know what you truly need. Even if it seems like you're asking too much, go ahead. Just list them down. Do you need $2,000 to fix your car so it's easier to go find a job? 
it's not re it's not really unreasonable if you want to start a new life, right? Be honest. Do you need to move to another state or to another country? Or do you need to move back to your parents' house so you can save money while you're figuring things out? Don't worry about being too old. The flip side of this could be your parents are lonely and secretly hoping that you would move back. But even still, circumstances like this require set boundaries that are consistent. I know you don't want to spend another dollar, but take note that there are expenses that actually are necessary. By figuring out what you really need, you'll know your priorities and you'll have a clear target. So number four, create a new life map. Rewrite your story. Rewire your brain. You know yourself better now and you're much sure of what you want. So if it's probably time that you rewrite your story, right? If you're to tell your story to your future grandchildren, you'd want to impress them a little bit, don't you? You don't want them to listen to your sad life story that's filled with failure. Instead, you want something inspiring, even if it seems like you're lying to them. Legacy, you guys. Find good lens to view your life. Imagine what future you want. Yes, you still have a long future ahead of you. And start your story from scratch. Make sure it's a success story of how you've risen from literally nothing. Be as detailed as possible. Don't filter. This is how you live your life. And by this, you'll not only help yourself, but also inspire people. Focus on the most urgent goal to improve finances. What you've written on your piece of paper is your ideal life. For that to happen, you must first deal with the most urgent problem. You, you're broke, okay? That's the first and most urgent problem. Next, if your goal in life is aligned with something that can truly make and earn you money to climb up the career ladder, for example, then it's pretty much covered. Stick to your story. But if your dream is something that doesn't directly give you money, you want to be an artist, philanthropist, etc., then you have to devote your time to deal with the finances first before you can even start focusing on your calling. I do not mean you have to abandon your dreams. You just have to fix your most urgent problem. I know it doesn't sound enticing, but if you're 40 and if you want to start over, you have to take care of your problems first before you can even try for the ideal life. Look at me. I think people assume with this podcast and my previous radio gig, DVJ, whatever, I have lots of money. The reality bites hard in my 40s. Truth is, is I don't. Folks don't really care to sponsor or collaborate a podcast industry, and it's flooded with over 400 podcasts. Not 400 podcasts. 400,000 podcasts. I have to be unique. And I have to set myself apart from the rest to survive. So if you're here with me listening, I appreciate you more than you know. Because I sponsor myself, basically. I pay for everything out of pocket. Many folks ask me for advice. And you know, I basically let them know you have to have patience. If you think you're just going to get in this through the running gate and you're going to have all this money poured down on you just because you have a podcast, wake up, people. It's not true. So let me reiterate. Be as detailed as possible with yourself. Don't filter. 
You deserve that much at least. This is how you will live your life. And by this, you will not only help yourself, but also inspire people. Focus on the most urgent goal to improve finances. I don't mean you have to abandon your dreams, remember? You just have to fix your most urgent problem. Number five, take baby steps one day at a time. If you want to make big changes fast because you still want to catch up on your peers, you'll spiral and go crazy. Desperation will also lead you into making some incredibly rash and harmful decisions. Those, there's no need to rush. You're already late. And you're more likely to set yourself even further behind if you make mistakes and trying to catch up to everyone else. Go ahead and take all the time you need to do these things. But right now, make sure you're moving in the right direction. Take small steps. Work towards the future by keeping your mind in the present. And it will help you keep things actually done. If you get overwhelmed, you'll either get paralyzed or burnt out. So recently I read this article from Princeton University that talks about the reasons people procrastinate. And one of them is because people don't feel confident about themselves. And because they get overwhelmed from trying to do too much at once. I agree wholeheartedly. I lost my job. I had to find a place to live. I had no money. <laughs> How do you move forward successfully? Okay. So... Remind yourself that when it comes down to it, anything can be broken down into smaller chunks. And you can chip away at it with ease. Keep chipping away at these small chunks and eventually you have conquered the thing that once seemed impossible to achieve. Take one step today, another step tomorrow. It doesn't have to be a big or life-changing, altering decision. It just has to happen. And, well... Number six, be consistent. Make better habits. Consistency is the key. And this applies to your daily life, your work ethic, and of course, your finances. Sometimes it might be tempting to celebrate the big splurge because you managed to hit your goal and having $2,000 sitting in your reserve bank. But think about it. If you treat yourself, you're going to have to spend some of that money you've saved, right? You're several hundred dollars short and a few weeks or months behind your schedule. And when you have more than enough money to spare, it might feel like keeping track of every single dollar spent and earned is a necessary chore, but it's not. The reason why billionaires have much money as they have is because they didn't stop caring about money when they had enough. They continue to care and track for their income as even as if they throw their excesses at the luxuries that they can afford. All the things that served you well when you had no money and helped you when you got on your feet will continue no matter even after you found your, your stride and managed to walk through it with ease. So after all, simply because you have money now doesn't mean that you are going to continue to have it in the future. And well, so in conclusion... Life can be hard. It can be harsh. And it's good that we always try to improve our lives. But at the same time, you should also know that change doesn't happen overnight. It could take longer than you may want. 
you may want to swear that it takes forever. I'm almost 48 and change has been happening all my life. But when you're trying to improve yourself and you're standing in life, it's only natural that there are going to be many things involved. Some of them are out of control. And sometimes it might even be down to sheer luck. What it's for you to do, however, is to fail better. Learn from the past and try again. But at the same time, as cliche as it may sound, be content and happy with what you already have. You're still here in this world and life goes on. Have a goal in mind. Take one step at a time and you'll eventually get there. And well, if you're still struggling, feel free to reach out. I will be more than glad to talk with you, chat with you, guide you, help you as best as I can. But to be real, nobody in this world is going to be able to tell you what you want to hear. It's your journey to take. It's your decisions to make. No matter how many self-help books there are out there, no matter how many podcasts you listen to, no matter how much counseling you get, it's still up to you. You have to roll your sleeves up and you need to make it happen. Don't be afraid of the hard work. So until next time, my homies, love you all. Peace out. It's been a fun time.